Blog Talk Radio. BBPAI Radio, linking business education and technology. The BBPAI Radio Show creates a vibrant communications platform that speaks to all BBPA stakeholders. Hosted by Fran McNeil. BETF Executive Director is Wayne Hicks. Produced by Michelle F. Ortman. Online chat coordinated by Everaldo Gallimore. Technical advice by John Melanson. Sponsored by the BBPA Education and Technology Foundation. BBPAI Radio, linking business education and technology. Join us on www.blogtalkradio.com slash BBPA. We have a wonderful show planned for you tonight. In fact, our two guests are, first, Matthew Harvey, who is Chapter President of BDPA Indianapolis, and joining us as part of the National Conference Promotion Series is Pamela Section, Conference Director and VP of Strategy and Planning for National BDPA. So we are going to start right into the show. And uh, this is Matthew's first time on BDPAI Radio. Welcome, Matthew. How are you this evening? I'm good. Thank you for asking. How are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I'm really excited that you're on the show. And I'd just like to give our listeners a little bit of background, some highlights about you. Um, Just so our listeners know, Matthew Harvey is president of one of the most active BDPA chapters in the nation. His chapter, BDPA Indianapolis, has a legacy for educational programs that impact the lives of K-12 students. Also, the Indianapolis chapter has created a very unique and vibrant bond with the Fortune 100 company, Eli Lilly and Company, Corporation Eli Lilly and Company. And so Matthew is joining us tonight from Indianapolis. And, Matthew, a question I always ask our guests when um, they're the first time on the show is how did you first find out about BDPA and what's been keeping you involved in BDPA all these years? Sure. A great question. Um, so I actually got um, introduced to BDPA through my employer, which is Eli Lilly, um, back in 2007. Um I was about three years out of college and um, working in my third role at the company, and essentially um, I was invited by my senior director to attend the national conference in Washington, D.C. that year. Um, Once I got there, um, it was a phenomenal experience. Um, I was able to experience the professional um, development workshops as well as uh, see the students' programs that BDPA offered. And once I saw that and got back to Indianapolis, um, I really wanted to see how we could um, engage or how I could engage here locally, and it was actually perfect timing because we were actually about to relaunch the Indianapolis chapter, so I figured that was a great time for me to get involved. Wow, that's a great story. Um, I, it's always very inspiring when organizations, corporations, individual leaders within the organization says, you know, BDPA is providing such value that I want 
my team to be part of a national conference, to see and experience it. And as a leader, I see value when that team member comes back to the organization. So it's very, very exciting. And I know our next guest, Kamala Sexton, will, will probably share, um, again, why it's so important for uh, corporations to be sponsors and to be advocates. So you're now, it's now 2013, you joined in 2007, and you were president of BDPA Indianapolis. What's, what's your vision for your chapter? Uh, good question. Um, so you, you mentioned I'd, I've been involved with the chapter since 2007, so it's six years now, um, and I've been able to play um, multiple roles from HSCC coordinator, and now I've kind of matriculated up to um, president for the chapter. So um, I've been able to see, um, you know, all different aspects of how the organization runs at a local level. So it gives me a, a good um, good vision into what kind of how we want things to go for 2013. So the first thing that we want to do is um, we're actually in a, at a point where 2010 through 2012, we had a lot of changes in the Indianapolis job market. So we've, we had members that moved from the area, and we've had other people that have come into the area during that same time, a lot of it due to the economy. So what we're, what we're at the point now is we're, we're reintroducing ourselves to those folks that um, might be new to the area, as well as making sure that those folks that are still in the area realize the, the beneficial aspects of BDP at a local level. So the, the chapter means that we produce um, um, monthly, the, the things that we um, do for the student programs and the community outreach. So we're trying to make sure that everyone understands what the benefits and how they can um, become a part. And then we're also at the, at the point where we're looking to uh, reintroduce ourselves to some of the corporations that are here outside of Lilly, who is big, one of our big partners, and Ryan Consulting, who is another partner of ours here in the city. Okay. Yeah. The, the other thing that we're doing in the same time of kind of reintroducing ourselves is we're uh, preparing for 2014, which when the national conference will be here in Indianapolis. So um, we have a, a team that is working with the national chapter to um, prepare for that initiative. And then um, last, but we're just continuing to drive um, our student programs. It's always been a focus of ours um, since we started in 2007. And even with the uh, changes that we've had for membership in the economy, that's one thing that we're proud that we've always had a, a student, um, student-sponsored um, HSCC team that's competed um, since 2008. So from um, when we started back the chapter 2008 on, we've always had a team that's competed at the national level. And, and that's, again, one of the things that we uh, pride ourselves on. And and why is that so important for a chapter to have an HSBC team? Uh, I think for – speaking of, I think this is something that I think all chapters could uh, under, relate to, is that um, we, when you look at um, where we are from a STEM, STEM discipline and um, you look at computer science as a whole – well, a lot of the minorities that we were getting to start to see going into the field, that, that number has dropped. So I think we want to make sure that people understand the options that they have um, from career perspective. And I think the STEM discipline offers a, a unique variety of job opportunities that people can um, get into in that field if they know about them. So part of the battle is knowing about the opportunities. And once you know, then you, you, you provide opportunities for people to engage in. So that's one of the big things is making sure that these students understand that STEM is a very powerful 
um, it's a very powerful area for them to enter into. And if they can um, find something that they're passionate about in that field, then it could be beneficial for them for, for a lifetime. So uh, starting early and getting them involved when they're young um, provides that window into it for, for a potential career. Mm, mm, wow. Well, well said. Well said. And in Indianapolis, the students have really um, enjoyed the experience, as you mentioned, um, next year, or 2014, the National Conference will be there, will uh, will be in Indianapolis. Will the students play a role um, in the conference outside of HSBC since the conference will be in your home city? Uh, they will. We haven't. Um, we, we have several different opportunities for the students to be involved. Um, with it being in Indianapolis and with uh, several different um, companies being downtown and the students, a lot of the students that we work with, actually their um, schools, um, our partner schools are downtown as well. It provides a, a unique opportunity for us to find different ways for them to be engaged, um, whether it's um, providing, you know, tours, talking about their schools and how their schools have implemented the things that they've learned from BDPA into their um, into their program. So we've partnered with a school co called Arsenal Tech here in the city, and their main purpose is to teach students how they will work in the future with groups and using technology. So we tapped into that, and we have their students come to our programs. We teach them computer programming skills, and then they go back to school, and they use those skills um, day to, in their day-to-day -day work, as well as some of them have um, even become entrepreneurs um, based off of the experience they have. So I think there's going to be a unique partnership that we're going to look at how we can leverage the students getting involved in the, in the national conference as well as um, providing an opportunity for um, people that come to the city and come to the uh, national conference a way to see how we've actually um, provided skills to these students and how they've benefited from the partnership as well. Well, that's, that is really exciting as someone who obviously has a passion for sharing information and understands the value of communication. It would really be fantastic for students to play a, a leadership role, perhaps to be some of the speakers, do some of the tours, um, and, and help, you know, be, as I said, part of a leadership team as your, as your role in the conference. Um, yeah. What what does now you have a lot of initiatives. Um what how do you kind of as president connect the initiatives that you're doing within the chapter to the larger uh national BDPA initiatives? And of course now we have a regional system, so how do you plug into sort of the greater BDPA? Yeah, one of one of the interesting things that we're actually uh doing this year is we're uh, we're taking um, some of the things that what the national level expects from a chapter of the year perspective, and I think all of those things, when you look at the, the list of what BDPA would expect for a chapter to excel, and what we're doing is we're aligning our goals, and we're calling them um, important goals for the year, to those national goals of what, what national is expecting of us so that we can make sure that we're keeping up on those those things monthly because our, our end goal for this year um, for 2013 is when we actually have a conference here in 2014, we would like to be in the writing for chapter of the year. And the only way to be able to do that is to ensure that we're keeping aligned to what the national level is um, holding all the other chapters to. And, I, again, I think if we're holding to those goals, it's going to make us not only um, competitive for a national chapter, but more importantly, 
They'll make sure that we're delivering the services in the Indianapolis community that align with what the national um, office is expecting. So um, I think it's as long as we're continuing to look at the goals as far as what the chapter of the year is doing and then aligning our goals to those, I think we're, we'll be in good shape. And I think that's one of the exercises that we're actually um, – we look at every um, biweekly in our, our board meetings to make sure that we're keeping focus and actually driving towards those. Wow, biweekly. That is focused. Oh, okay. Well, I hope other chapter presidents are listening because BDPA gives you the inside scoop. Oh, that's, that's wonderful. <laughs> well, well, you know, one of the key components of a successful chapter um, involves connecting with the community and connecting with the corporate community and entrepreneurial community in terms of sponsorship. And I'm wondering if you can sort of, uh, you know, share with us little lessons that you've learned in your role as a leader as it relates to working with sponsors and um, just just being a just being a leader within your organization. Sure. So I'll, I'll kind of talk. I mean, I think we mentioned earlier that Eli Lilly has been a huge sponsor for our local chapter, and they've also um, sponsored things at a national level. And um, working, actually being employed at Lilly, and then also working with the net of the local chapter, and then working back with the national has provided a lot of leadership opportunities as well as um, learning how to um, make sure that from a standpoint they're getting a return on their value for what they're investing in, making sure that we're providing stuff back to them. So um, one of the things I've realized is that, you know, from a local chapter and working with a, a, a sponsor is that, you know, change happens, things will happen um, during that time frame for both the company as well as the local organization. So um, <clears throat> you need to always be prepared and be ready to kind of, change course if needed, um, and, and, and that's really just about, you know, the relationship is understanding where they are and what they have to offer and, and you know, what, what they're looking for. So being able to change um, and have that flexibility is a, a huge thing for a local chapter and uh, leaders within the chapter to be able to do when working with sponsors. Um, uh, and then realizing that um, with our chapter, we, we started kind of from scratch back in 2007. We had been a chapter, but we kind of relaunched. So um, learning that, you know, everything does not happen overnight, so you need to be steady and diligent and, and make sure that your sponsors and your partners understand where you're coming from and keeping them up to date on where you're going because you might start off small, but if, as long as they understand the vision and see you making progress, they'll continue to partner with you to get you to where you need to be as long as you're continuing to hold your um, hold your word and what you said you are going to do, they'll continue to partner with you. So being very clear about, you know, where you are and then where you're going and continuing to pro provide information to those partners on, on um, you know, on a regular basis so that they can see the progress and see where their um, investment is going is a key thing for um, a leader to make sure they're doing back with their corporate sponsors. Hmm. That, that definitely makes sense. So do you um, have a written agreement with sponsors? Is there a, a memorandum of understanding? Is there a document that says here are our expectations for the year, or is it more of a verbal uh, discussion around expectations and performance? Yes, yeah, we, we have, and it, it's, a, it's such a great partnership, um, not only because of the fact that uh, several of our members that are on the local chapter actually are working at Lily, but um, and other sponsors as well. Uh, part of it is um, making sure that you're touching base on a regular basis because um, 
the written agreements are great, um, and we do get um, agreements in Word that, you know, for sp certain sponsorships or whatever. But the biggest piece is making sure that everyone is on the same page, and that means touching base, whether it's via email, meetings. We have um, regular check-ins where um, the president, myself, will go to uh, Lily and um, talk about the upcoming national meetings that are happening. So the national conference that's happening, we'll go and talk to them about it, talk about what some of the things that are going on at the conference. And then after the conference is over, we have another um, debrief on how the conference went, what were some of the key takeaways, um, where, where are some things that we can do to help Lily, what are some things that um, you know they can do to potentially help us. So it's, it's, it's kind of that 360 view of making sure that you're touching base and, and, and communicating on the, the things that are important to them so you have to understand that and then making sure that you're um, making sure you're making progress on things that um, they commit to, that you commit to um, to them. So it's really that 360 view of making sure that everyone is on the same page. And sometimes written agreements are great, um, but sometimes it's more important to make sure that everyone's on the same page um, via communicating um, frequently. So that's kind of what we've been doing. Excellent. Well, Matthew, this has been really, really enlightening. It's it's so inspiring to kind of hear your story and the fact that, you know, within three years of graduating, you know, again, a leader in your organization took the initiative and saw the value and encouraged you to get involved in a professional organization and then um, to see how you've been able to leverage your volunteer time, your passion, um, your expertise, and share part of your time with BDPA. So it's very exciting to hear your story. Um, I am, uh, as a takeaway from, from our discussion, I'm, I'm, I had made a note about the aligning and the strategy, aligning the goals of the chapter um, with, you know, some of the criteria for chapter of the year as a way of really making sure you deliver on um, the value for members and sponsors and volunteers. It's, you know, it's just a, just a kind of very specific way of kind of keeping things in check. So that was um, very helpful to hear. And I'm looking forward to 2014 and um, really seeing how you and your chapter um, put on the conference and looking forward to the involvement with you. So as we, as we wrap up, what's the final thought that you'd like to share with the BDPA iRadio audience? You've really given us some wonderful gems. Sure. Um, the biggest thing is that I think um, when I first joined BDPA, um, I, I saw great things at the conference. And I think if you get involved, not only will you benefit personally and from a career perspective, but you're going to get so much back. So I think it's one of those relationships where um, some things you'll 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 get out of it, some things you'll get back. This is one where you get both. You're going to get something out of it, and you're going to be able to give back to the community. So I think that um, one of the biggest things I always urge people to do is when there's an organization, especially like BDPA, sitting on the sidelines, um, you'll get some benefit. But when you get involved and start um, working with the organization, you get so much more out of it. And I think BDPA is one of those organizations that you can show that you're getting something out of it and you're getting something back. So you get both, and I think that's one of those rewarding relationships that um, I think more people could benefit from. So I encourage people to um, join if you're not a member already, if you have questions to ask people that are already BDPA members, and I'm sure that they'll tell you a whole lot about the, the organization and how to get involved. 
Excellent. Well, that's wonderful, Matthew. Thank you so much again for sharing a little bit of your evening and uh, look forward to seeing you at the conference coming up as as well as uh, hearing more about how your chapter is doing throughout the year. So thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. Thanks, you too. So we were just, if you're just joining us on BDPAI Radio, we were just having a wonderful conversation and learning lots of great information from Matthew Harvey, Chapter President of BDPA Indianapolis. And what we're now going to do is we're going to check in with our very own Pamela Fenton, who is Conference Director and VP of Strategy and Planning for National BDPA. Now, as many of you know, we're in April now, and in August, the National Conference will be in D.C. So welcome, Pamela. How are you this evening? I'm excellent. How are you? Just fine, thanks. Well, you know, April and August, both months start with an A. Like, I'm ready for the conference right now. And I am sure if somehow the clock got moved up and it was August 9th, you'd be in a panic. Um, But what would be in store for us if it was August 9th, 2013? Oh, August 9th, 2013. Um, the conference team would be heading to the hotel to prepare for all of our attendees, students, partners, and future sponsors, future members. That's where we would be on August 9th, getting ready to go. Um, getting we ready very, to go. <laughs> yes. We have to be on site and be prepared for that conference to start. Ooh, so you're, you're, you're literally on the ground um, as much as a week ahead of time. Yeah, we usually get in about August. You usually get in that Saturday, that Mm -hmm. Saturday and Sunday before. Okay. Why so early? I mean, it's it's a multiple-day conference, but why is the team in there a Saturday before when things start happening on a Wednesday night? Well, they actually start on a Tuesday night with the HBCU panel. So oh, we want to make sure that everything, right. right, so we want to make sure everything is in place. We want to make sure that our our attendees have the best possible experience at the conference. And in order to do that, we can't possibly show up any later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, walk us through who is on the conference team and, you know, what are they What are they doing? I mean, because they all probably have full-time jobs and they're involved in the chapter as well. Um, but what are some of the key roles in terms of the conference team and how does that kind of impact uh, our conference experience? Well, the conference team is comprised of quite a big group. So that group is made up of, um, a conference admin, which is a huge help to me, who is Dee Pearson, because she maintains all of our meetings. She handles all the volunteers. She takes care of our um, command center, which is literally our our hot spot for the conference where we take care of everything that needs to be done for everyone that interacts with us, whether it's a sponsor, a vendor. We just need to make sure that everyone is there. Um, we also have Wayne Hicks, who is the director of our corporate sales. We have, um, and we know how, how fundamental that component is in, 
to be able to fuel the conference. We have Dr. Bimley, who's over our IT showcase. That's been the most successful program for quite a while, showing a different component of what our students are capable of from a high school and college perspective. Michelle Cook leads our HSCC program for the high school competition. Zena Lofton leads our corporate sales delivery manager. So what that means is every time a sale is made, Zena is the person that's making sure that that customer is getting everything that they selected, making any changes that they need assistance. She's just that point person that guides them through the process. Pam Norfleet handles our entertainment, um, our late-night entertainment for our students, for our adults, as well as our registration site that we're using this year. She is the point of contact for that, and I'm sure that most people have interacted with that site by now. It's been out for a little bit, and it has all of our key components of our agenda, as well as some bios of our speakers, um, different things that will take place during the conference, as well as giving you the ability to register right now. Mildred Allen is here. And what would that website be in case someone has not gone and registered yet? <laughs> they can access the site from www.bdpa.org. And there is a lovely picture right there that says register now for more information. So it's available to all right now. Mildred um, Allen. Exactly. Mildred Allen takes care of our workshops our panels, um, plenary speakers for our lunches. James Etta James handles our youth technology program outside of HSDC. Perry Carter is the D.C. chapter president. Naaman Tarpley is our golf representative, um, making sure that everybody gets to Lake Presidential bright and early on Saturday morning. And Leslie Maynard is our office manager who gets to take care of all the straggling bits and pieces with me. Mm, mm. So, yeah, you have got a wonderful team, uh, very comprehensive, everything is covered, and a lot of people who are going to be on site early. So we've yeah. already shared that, um, you know, folks, if they haven't registered, they can register right now at www.bdpa.org. Um, what other steps do people need to take in order to make sure that for August 14th to the 17th, they're in D.C. at the National BDPA Technology Conference? Um, I think that people need to stay abreast of the agenda. It is definitely a changing agenda. We're doing everything we can to make sure that it provides something for everyone. So um, while some people may come for professional development, some may actually come for a certification, some may come to be part of the career fair or to offer entertainment to others. So we just want to make sure that everything is covered so that everyone who goes to the site feels like they should register right now or immediately following in the near future. Mm, okay, so if they wanted to get a peek at the agenda, yes. what would they need to do? They can go to www.bdta.org, and off to the side on the left is the conference tab, and they can go to conference registration, 
and there's information there about um, a summary of the event, when it takes place, where it's located, the cost associated with it, the agenda, the staff that's involved, and things like that. And like I said, this is a working tool. So we constantly make changes as things come in that are new that we want everyone to be aware of. Okay. And and I see that, and I've done that. I've gone to www.pvpa.org. I slid down on the left-hand side, clicked on the conference button, clicked on 2013 registration. And I can see there's a summary. It gives the when, the where. Um, you've got a planner. People can contact um, you. So it's very easy to, you know, add it to your electronic uh, calendar, get directions to the hotel. And then I see there's another menu that has the agenda, as you said, the staff, the speaker bios. And this year, I think it's new. There's the uh, master certification, right? Yes, it is. So the Square Master Certification Program is being offered as a discount to our members for sure. Um, we don't want this class to be just full of public attendees, but we definitely want this to be an opportunity for our membership to take that an actual certification when they leave the conference. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, um, last year the HBCU panel was very, very popular, and there were some scholarship opportunities given out. Um, are exactly. you expecting a pretty good uh, attendance for Tuesday the 13th? Yes, I definitely am expecting no less than before, and I know that um, our good friend Wayne Hicks will definitely be challenging people with the same to provide scholarships to our students. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is definitely a unique uh, feature of the conference. And um, let's, let's take a look, kind of sliding down to Wednesday. Um, any updates that would be helpful for our listeners to know that they may not have been aware of? Well, Wednesday, we definitely start, um, we start off great. Um, we have a speaker for our students who is a Ph.D., I believe from Michigan, and she will be there to share her experience as a young African-American woman about what it took to do that and to make sure that they're all aware that that is something that is attainable for each and every one of them. So that is how we start our students off that morning. We also start the adults off with Sherry Littlejohn from Wells Fargo and Roland Martin as our general session will open for the conference. Mm, wow. That that is okay. So Sherry starts right at eight o'clock, and then Roland is right at nine. Okay. So rise and shine early because the action is starting right away. Okay. Yeah. And I yeah. noticed that there's a there's um also a concurrent networking break. Share with me um the networking break right in the morning. Well, the networking break is to make sure that you get started to make sure you get out there, you get your coffee, you're ready to go, and as well as to see who's there. Because after all, it is the first day. If people checked in Tuesday night, you might not have seen some people. So it's a great opportunity to be up and out and be ready for that first session to start. Excellent, excellent. And then I see at 9.30 uh, the IT Showcase is kicking off, and 10.30 there's a general session. 
Now, let's say someone's never been to a conference before. What happens during the general session? Well, the general sessions are sessions that we put in place specifically for everyone, that impact everyone that's at the conference. It's not specific to a certain track, but this is someone that's bringing a, a wealth of information that everyone should have. And that's why we kept it as a general session so that the broader audience doesn't have to choose or select from, oh, I really would like to attend this, but I can't. Mm-hmm. And that's what those focus are. Okay. Now, you've mentioned the word track a few times. Um, what are some of the tracks, and where do people get to choose for the track? Well, people will actually choose on the registration site. When you go through the registration process, it lets you decide which courses you want to take. And you don't have to be specific. You can overlap. It can be project management. It can be professional development. It can be um, technology-specific. So you have the opportunity to, you know, to try a little bit of everything. Okay. So Wednesday's pretty full. Lunch is included. And there's a meet and greet. Oh, I see meet and greet with the candidates. What's happening yes. when, right at 6 o'clock? Uh, some politicking going on? Absolutely. This is an election year for National BDPA. So um, the election will actually take place, I think, on Thursday or Friday. But you do have the opportunity to meet with the candidates um, in a less formal session you know, where you can just do a little social networking with them, ask them some questions right off the cuff, not necessarily in a structured environment. That opportunity will come later. Oh, okay. Well, let's let's walk through that. So Thursday morning, okay, so I see now there really is encouragement for people to be there Tuesday night so that they can participate in some of the chapter building workshops and, and the sort of national leadership can get together. Um, and, of course, everyone can participate in the HBCU channel. Wednesday mm-hmm. night, um, Wednesday, there really is the, the conference is opening. And then Wednesday night is the opening ceremony reception. Now, again, some people have probably not experienced that. What goes on okay. there and why is that, like, the hottest thing? Well, the opening ceremony is really the the exciting, over-the-top conference opening with all our students there. The chapters are being recognized that are being that are participating, and it's really like, hey, we're all here. Let's celebrate. Let's recognize the talent that's in this room from either our chapter members, but definitely from our students that have worked through their training process over the last several months. And we want to give everyone an opportunity to be recognized, Um, obviously our president, our founder, our host chapter president. So, you know, it's really just a wonderful event. Um, It gets everybody excited, especially the students. It prepares them to go out there and compete, you know, in a positive way, positive but friendly competition. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. There, there is a lot of uh, folks saying, hey, my chapter is the best. So there, there is some competition going on. Right. And then on Absolutely. Thursday, <laughs> what happens on Thursday? The action continues to shoot up. Yeah, and 
And Thursday is primarily workshops. Primarily everybody is, you know, hunkering down into their courses, um, to their um, different workshops, whether you're an adult. Um, our students start to get engaged in their classes as well because on the Wednesday the students are off-site once they have their opening and they come back in the evening. But, you know, it gives everybody an opportunity to go ahead and get that training that you were looking for. And some, some very intriguing uh, titles here. You can't outsource me. I'm valuable. And then, um, yeah, I, that's it. Yeah, hey, hey. Um, and then, uh, let's see, there was another one that caught my eye here. Um, preparing to the BBPA Career Fair. Now, that's mm-hmm. an interesting concept. I know the Career Fair is a staple for the National Conference. Um, but the idea that on Thursday you could prepare for it ahead of time, that's great. They're getting some strategy, even resume writing. Um, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. the purpose, though, that everyone is prepared. No one, you know, even if you didn't get prepared prior to the conference because of your job and everything that was going on with your personal life, you have the opportunity Thursday to just get that focus for the career fair on Friday and Saturday. Wow. And and we, there's going to be the open computer area, correct? Uh, I didn't uh, hear you. Computer lab? Uh, there will be the yes. computer lab? Yes. Okay. So yes. if someone hasn't brought their computer, there will be the ability to go ahead and get that resume already. Absolutely. The Cyber Cafe will definitely be available. So on Friday, um, again, a networking break, and what's happening on Friday? So on Friday, we have just a few seminars in the morning. Um, One is hosted by ITSMF, and then we have a general session on cybersecurity also. So we keep Friday kind of light. We usually have a plenary lunch, but the main focus on Friday for us is our career fair ribbon-cutting ceremony that takes place at noon. And we want Mm. everyone to attend. You know, you may not be looking for your next career, but it may be looking for you. So we want everyone there at noon for that ribbon-cutting, and we want people to just pour into this career fair. It's open to our conference as well as the public. Oh, very, I like that strategy. Okay, so there's no excuse because you're not at a at uh, a workshop. And no, I you're not. You're <laughs> looking for you. Exactly. Now, I see that there was a career fair reception. Is that for the sponsors or? That is sponsored by Miller Course. And it was, oh, um, tell us more <laughs> about that. Yeah, Miller Course is the sponsor for that event. They will be... Um, tasting, giving tastings of their product, as well as talking to candidates. So, you know, while they may have the career fair part early, they also have this reception later in the day for us. And I um, I participated in that last year. It was a lot of fun. It was a, it was a great way, um, again, to sort of do your work earlier in the day, all of your networking and sharing of your resume and um, seeing what the sponsors are doing and the career options and opportunities, and then later from 4:30 to 6, um, a chance to 
really have the reception right here in the career fair. That's um, right. And then how about Saturday? What goes on on Saturday? Because some folks are off to golf, but there's other things going on Saturday. Yes, definitely things are continuing to go on. So people do get up pretty early in the morning, and they will be heading out to Lake Presidential to golf. Um, it's a fabulous course. Um, and I think they'll have a great time. Wish I was going to be golfing with them. Um, the career fair will be open again at 10 a.m. that morning, and it will close at 3 p.m. But then we have the founders reception where the lifetime members are recognized. So that's always a very exciting thing that our founder Earl Pace hosts himself. Mm, and, and I am a lifetime member, so I, I definitely would encourage people to be a lifetime member. It's a wonderful way to um, help BDPA continue the good work that they do. Now, you know, earlier you mentioned that there was the um, kind of networking reception with the candidates, uh, the meet and greet. Uh, yep. where, when do people vote for the new leadership? people. <laughs> well, there's a couple of delegates meetings that will take place. So on Thursday, there's a delegates meeting that reviews the bylaw changes. And, and right now, the nomination process is still open for any bylaw changes as well as to nominate any candidates for the incoming national leadership for 2014. Um, the election will actually take place on Friday afternoon. Okay. Okay. And so I don't see that in the agenda yet, but I'm sure that will be added. And will it be electronic or paper? Will it, will there be an app for that? I mean, um, just wondering how technology-oriented the election process will be. Well, um, the election process is handled by the Elections and Bylaws Committee, so they will dictate what process they will use for the actual voting. And chapters submit delegates that will represent them during this election. So it's not everyone that's voting, it's the delegates. Okay. Okay. And then will we find out who has been elected at the awards gala reception on Saturday night? We may find out before then. I believe we will find out actually Friday. But, oh, yeah, okay. we will definitely know who our incoming leadership will be prior to the close of conference. Okay. Wow. You know, it um it is really exciting and I like the fact that you can kind of keep going back to BDPA.org and getting an update on what's happening with the conference and the agenda is a very full agenda already. Yeah. So it is pretty full uh, and yeah. That is a true statement, and more messaging will start in May 1st with um, regular updates as changes come in so that people are aware if they don't necessarily visit the site. Okay, okay. So what, what, what are maybe one or two of the most frequently asked questions about the conference? Um, I think most people ask, what's in it for me? And after you have me in all these workshops, is there going to be anything fun? Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think those are the two things that people ask most often. They ask what's in it for them if they come to this conference. They're locked in a room for multiple days, and 
how exciting can that really be? But when you, you come into the conference with an open mind with what your goals are, um, is it to meet a specific person? Is it to find out more information about a specific topic, a company? You know, what is it that one most important thing that you feel that you need to get from this conference? If you have that already in your head uh, or start to plan for that, then you can definitely make sure that it's satisfied by the time you leave. Agreed. And how about the fun part? Oh, the fun part. <laughs> well, we have a couple of fun things that we're working on for our students, of course. We want their off-site tour to be something that all of them um, are excited about, and we're planning for that on Wednesday so that the HSBC students as well as the YTC students can participate in that. Um, I won't say where it is yet because we're still finalizing that, but it is a fun place that's also a learning opportunity. As far mm. as the adults, we definitely have things for the adults on a nightly basis. We have karaoke. We're working on a concert. We're working on spoken word. We're going to have a big 70s party on Saturday night to close the conference. So just a variety of things that, you know, we we might work hard during the day, but we'll be able to play hard a little bit at night. Wow. This is a conference to be proud of. Um, so... Pamela, close us out with a final thought in terms of the conference. Well, my final thought is that, you know, the conference team has been working very diligently for several months to make this as inviting for everyone. So if there is something that you think is missing or something that you want to suggest, please feel free to email me at conferencedirector at bdta.org. I welcome the feedback, suggestions. And, you know, just the dialogue. So that would be my one thing. And to make sure that everyone is registered prior to attending the conference so you can get the special rate. Oh, okay. Okay. So um, certainly everyone should take action right now. If you haven't done it already, www.bbca.org, so that you can register for the 2013 National BBPA Technology Conference which is going to be held this year in Washington, D.C. So thank you, Pamela, for being our guest. And I'd love that you're a regular guest now, <laughs> Tuesday of the month. Um, and uh, this, this, is, this is wonderful. I mean, it's very exciting uh, to hear from you what's happening, the teamwork. It takes your teamwork to make the dream work. And I loved how you gave a shout-out to your team and kind of explained how they are working uh, behind the scenes to make sure that there is something for everyone. So thanks. Absolutely. Have a great rest of the month and look forward to having you or and or someone from your team uh, join us in May. Okay. Thank you so much, Fran, for giving me the sure. opportunity to share this. Oh, my pleasure. Oh, you too. You too. Well, folks, this is a wrap for the April 9th, 2013 BDPA iRadio show. Our first guest was Matthew Harvey, Chapter President of BDPA Indianapolis. And our second guest was Pamela Sexton, Conference Director and VP of Strategy and Planning for National BDPA. Our show tonight was chock full of information, 
inspiration, and the opportunity for you to take action. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you become a member of BDPA. BDPA has over 44 chapters all over the United States, and it's very easy for you to join. You also have an opportunity to be part of the BDPA family and get technology, get certification, professional development, um, enhance your career, and tap into the fun of the BDPA family at the National Conference. So make sure you register today. I'm Fran McNeil, host of BDPA iRadio, and I look forward to you joining us the second and the fourth Tuesday of every month from 8.30 to 9.30 p.m. Thank you, and have a great evening. BBPA iRadio, linking business, education, and technology, showcases IT entrepreneurs, technology experts, computer science academics, and people with a passion for educating our young people in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. BDPA iRadio Show is a regular exchange for BDPA members, sponsors, entrepreneurs, educational institutions, and the black community. BDPA iRadio guests link the diverse worlds of business, education, and technology.